You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Wait a minute. I don't know for sure. You, this is back you're in, brushing your teeth with Oral B. And, and then you decide one day, oh, that vibrates. I bet that would feel good on my clit. Yeah. And then you put it down there and then you said, oh, I got to wash my teeth now. And then you put it back up there. No, I brushed. I washed it off. I I can't take it. I can't take it. Why? Disgusting. I guarantee I am not the only one who's ever tried this. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Potter. And I'm Karen Lee Potter. We are chatting about sex. At least we try to talk about sex. We do. And then what happens? We go off railing. Off the rails entirely. So if this is the first time you're listening to this podcast, know that it's a comedy show and sometimes you'll hear about sex. Most times you'll hear about just shit going on in our lives. By the way, I think sex does come up more than you're realizing. Yeah, I try to pull us on, on topic. I find it very challenging to breathe in this room. Okay. I don't know Here what you do in this room when I'm gone, but uh, it's like you you put a dust dust buster in here and just spray dust everywhere. That's exactly what I do. <laughs> so how why do I get blamed for everything in this in this godforsaken uh, condominium? Should we just launch into it? Yeah, we should launch into it. If you stop complaining. I'm for complaining. In fact, last night at 1 a.m., I was not complaining. Oh. I was just informing you that I had a growth on my tongue. <laughs> yeah, this is, it's now, I don't think it was one thirty. by the way. I think it was even later than that. It no, been. it was 1.05 a.m. Okay, 1.05 a.m. I had been sleeping for two hours, two full hours, because I had already drank wine and smoked weed, so I was out <laughs> like a light. Why were you smoking? You smoked weed last night? We had a family dinner. One hit of when? weed. Before or after dinner? Before sex. Before sex? Yes. It, it enhances orgasms. So, but with me, you were st- you were sober. No, I was drinking a glass of wine. Oh, you're right. So you were fucked up all night long, it turns out. Saturday and Sunday night. Tremendous. You know what? In a time of COVID, sometimes you need to get a little light, lighten, lighten up a little bit. Loosen up your buttons, baby. All right. So Remember that song? Loosen up your buttons, yeah, I remember baby. That yeah. 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 So anyway, I got a little message you know, I, I have to figure out a way to dim my messages. They they brighten. All I see is a light coming out of from underneath got, the, the phone. Oh, and it's I, you. You have the phone tilted down, face down, and you face still, down. And I still somehow sense that uh, there's an urgent need to to look at my phone. And I, I of course, was right because it was a, just a basic picture of a disgusting white, fuzzy, cotton-like growth on your tongue. Yeah, saying. This is disturbing or something along This those. is problematic. This is problematic. <laughs> and what did I respond? Well, you know, that's interesting that you saw that light come on and you read the text and then you chose not to respond for another three and a half hours. What the fuck is that about? That I have no idea. I have no explanation except that I think that when I found out about it, it was three, it was three in the morning. Okay. So maybe you didn't wake up immediately. But I texted you this lovely image of my tongue. It's disgusting. At one in the morning. And if anybody wants to see it, where, where should we place it? On Patreon? No, this is not. No, this is not going out into the world. <laughs> it actually, it already has gone out to the world. I 
immediately upon sending this to you, I also sent it to my doctor at one in the morning. <laughs> oh my and god! And I said, "There is a." That is unbelievable. There's a growth on my tongue. You told your doctor immediately. What, what do you have him on speed dial? What is that? Is he in your favorites? He's on my email chain. I got it. We got a nice thread going. By how, the way, I haven't do seen his have, doctor in three years. Yes. How? And you just email him out of the blue at one o'clock in the morning. And did he respond? His his assistant did. At one in the morning. No, 10 a.m. this morning. Okay, there I was you go. thrilled with the response. What was it? You can still go to the same doctor we recommended you to go to five years ago. All right, so maybe so, nothing is really wrong if you had it five years ago and you're still alive. It's the same damn thing you... <laughs> it's way less than what it looked like in the picture. You, what did you zoom in on the picture? Well, of course. The most revolting thing I've ever of seen. Of course. I, so you respond to my text saying, nope, it's the same thing you had before. Thank you. Never even giving any of my... My will, complaints, no, the time of day. No, I will not reinforce wackadoodle thoughts like and that. And then you, then in the morning, you write, call me. Yeah, I because, thought something was wrong with you. No, I called you and you didn't answer and you, you had already called me. So you said, call me. You know, it's a what very disturbing I, text to get. Call me. What am I supposed to write? Please call me? Hey, someone is dead in the family when you say call me. You called me first. So why are you texting me to call you? Because I, when I did call you, why, why are we having this conversation on, on our podcast? Okay, well, anyway, so I called Wait you. Wait a second. I just like to talk to the sneaky freaks for a second. If, have you guys had this same conversation with someone in your life? Like they, you, they call you while you're in the shower. You don't answer because you're in the shower. You get out of the shower and you call them back and there's no answer, so you say in a text, "Call me." How does that get misconstrued to be anything, you know, it problematic? It sounds very urgent. Call me. Just call me in a text. It's very oh. urgent. All right. Speaking of text, wait. Hold on. What? So then I call you up, and you said it's nothing. What? That's what you needed. To, I didn't ask for your opinion. I just said this is problematic. It's nothing because it is nothing because you've gone through this route. I Last even went night, through... this thing was a fucking such a big cotton wad on my tongue. I know it was. Disgusting. I don't know why I go, how I have this thing. And, it's and normal. Then in the morning, it's gone. Yeah. What's going on? It's called nothing. It's called serious types of cancer on no, my tongue. No, it's not cancer on your tongue. Last time we, I went through this route. You have a friend that you always email him pictures of your genitals. <laughs> <laughs> that poor guy he's an internist he doesn't he's got important <laughs> things going on with covid and you're sending him pictures of your dick or your fucking tongue yeah did you send him a picture no i haven't okay well i sent to my own regular doctor get ready get ready goose you're gonna get a picture <laughs> you're gonna get a nice fuzzy white cotton growth like thing <laughs> so disgusting <laughs> i was actually at a dentist appointment with you when you had this uh, the okay. same situation happen the sure. dentist said to you i've seen Way worse than this, like when the whole tongue is covered with this shit. Mom, we're talking. And he was a, a specialist in tongues. Mom, we're talking way too long about my tongue. And can we please move off the, okay. the, the conversation? I can't think of anything more exciting for people. I, right, right now, we've lost 90% of our sneaky freak audience. I completely agree. Uh, I like to tell, tell them something about what's going on in my life. I'd like to hear. I'm learning to twerk. And there's a reason for my learning to what, 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 what's with the face? I you're always learning to twerk. Well, this was... Okay, so I was so caught up in the election as 99% of the people in the world were, I'm sure, this last week. And I got a little overexcited and I said, if Joe Biden wins, I will do a twerking video on TikTok. I didn't realize that that is going to cause another uproar. 30,000 views later and a 1,000 overnight new followers want to see me twerk. 
Oh, Jesus. And I said, I keep my promise. So I've been taking twerking lessons. So I went on YouTube and I did a twerking lesson there. No way. This is on my TikTok as well. Yep. They have, they have twerking lessons there. It's a lot harder. This is just like pole dancing. You think it's easy and you think it's like, you know, people have their snub up their nose. They don't realize it's difficult. It's What's an art. They snub up their nose? And people snub up, you know, stick their nose up in the air about strippers or pole dancers or whatever. It's a hard art. Okay. And then you think about um, people doing it on YouTube. You think, oh, they, you know, it's gonna, be, it's gonna be no big deal. It's, it's, it's hard to do it. So I tried doing it on YouTube, and um, I, I thought I was doing well, and then I put it on TikTok. I, I got some complimentary responses, but then I had my good friend Nina Hartley come over on Saturday night, and she, I, she, I, she, she's a fucking genius about everything. Of course, she was an expert at. Uh, twerking so she's got me with my ass in the air on our rooftop twerking with her and this is also on your tiktok i haven't put it out yet i'm, I'm gonna put it out get ready for karen lee Potter on tiktok if you want to see some serious twerk action going on and then. what is this you every time you hang out with her you you ask me afterwards if you should do camming well they turn to me her and her, her significant other and they turn to me and they say why don't you and D's do you you make such a hot couple? Why don't you do um, camming? You make a lot of money. I'm like, cause I, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm doing all kinds of stuff with my podcast. I can't be doing camming. This is the reason because you have this podcast. Uh, well, I you know, yeah, well, one of them, yeah. That's, that's I I, I have to walk the line. Is. I've talked to I've talked to Nina about this. She's like, you know, she's already walked over that line like for, for thirty five years of porn star business. I haven't walked over the line to show anything more than my feet. Well. So I I don't think it's a good idea for me to be camming. I don't feel I, I don't feel comfortable even having uh cyber sex with someone. Have you had that? No. You should try that. That's fun. With who? That's a good idea for what you. What are you gonna have cyber sex with Gus? No, you have a girl online, I'm sure there's plenty of them. By the way, we've got a lot of people commenting on you on instagram which we might go to right now because all these girls seem to be into your new look really yeah i got oh uh, okay uh, one of the the j underscore 23 said lmao he looks like shaggy from scooby-doo okay that doesn't sound like someone's into my look but someone who's into the sh- the scooby-doo shaggy look <laughs> i actually think it's if you're interested in that you should you cyber sex cam that's a good if call. If you're into Scooby-Doo? If you're into that look, yeah, why not? This is an opportunity that you're not taking advantage of. If you're thinking of sex as only penetration, you can be doing sexual stuff to yourself and somebody else on a screen somewhere in India could be... be filming this shit, putting it all over the internet. Well, I then, don't need that shit. So you could do what Nina and Wendy, her girlfriend, suggested we do. Put a ski mask over your head. A ski mask? I guess that would undermine the whole idea of your hair, though. So... I don't know if this is going to work. Is Shaggy wearing? Yes. First Shaggy of all, no wears one a, said, a cap. This is, I think this is a guy who said LMAO, laughing my ass off. He looks like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Where do you get that this is someone who wants to fuck me cyber, in a cyber context? Well, this one says, Sage Jackman, number one. Karen, Cam's hair is so cute that long, exclamation mark. Don't know why he would want to cut it with a little sad face. There is someone. I'm not sure male or female, but someone who might want to do cyber sex with you. And then uh, someone else says, right underneath says, I am loving your hair now, Cam dash Rowena. <laughs> that is my grandmother's <laughs> caregiver. 
Yes. She does not want to have cyber sex with me. I didn't say she did, but she has an opinion about your hair. Why is everyone weighing in on my hair? What did, yeah. did this become a general discussion topic? Well, then then there's another, speaking of your... your What's non, going on? Speaking of your Nana's caregiver's comments, she also commented on a video that I insisted that the whole family do when I said, when you beg one of your kids for Tic Tac, it's also... I believe that it could be on Sex Talk with my mom. It's also on Karen Lee Potter's channel. If you want to see that, the whole family is we've, dancing. We've hit the TikTok quota. TikTok quota. Well, anyway, she said, again, Moina said, you nailed it, Cam. She, no, she didn't what respond on anybody else in the family's dancing except you. So she feels like you, she nailed, you nailed it. Do you think my grandma's caregiver has a thing for me? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding she's me? married with a grown daughter and I think she's very happily married and I don't think she's, she's just very supportive of me. She's supportive. So why are you suggesting we have cyber sex? Well, then somebody else asked another interesting question right underneath that. I can't read what it says. It's quite a lot of which tiny... one's Cam's brother. Yeah. And I answered. So Gerald is getting some love on this. Thing. Which one is Cam's brother? I had to answer pink shorts. That's very nice. I also like that. Um, Mr. Bean weighed in here on my dancing. Mr. Bean did weigh in. He said, does dancing with the stars know where you are? <laughs> That's because of the last video you did on TikTok. I'm a phenomenal dancer. It, and Mr. It, Bean, they are very familiar with me. So you celebrated it by, I celebrated by learning to twerk. You're you talking about the election? The election yeah. results. Yeah. And you celebrated. I looked all around my neighbor for, neighborhood for the party. I found the party on the streets. And then I realized I don't want to be part of the party. So you went into your home. Because I was, I don't, I don't there's too many people drinking without the masks on and spitting everywhere. I bet you there was a lot of new COVID cases because of that. But anyway, so you go back home and what possessed you just out of curiosity to do the most, I don't know what. It's a good dance. I don't know how to describe the dance. It's it, a good dance. You know what? If Kramer and Elaine from Seinfeld had a, had a child, they would dance like you. I think it's very good. Uh, listeners, You're dancing? If, if, please, I, I posted a video on at single cam comedy <laughs> on Instagram. At single cam comedy. I would like you to go there and tell me if you don't think that is very skilled dancing. I think it's all, I think I put it on TikTok too on Sex Talk with My Mom. Okay, so it's on it, Sex Talk with It's my all mom over well. the place. It's everywhere. Yeah. I, I, I think my dance skills are actually quite nice. Oh, yeah. What do you mean, oh, yeah? It, By the way, I'm, you didn't like what I was wearing either. What the hell were you wearing? I was wearing... You, you look I, like I your was, grandfather. You know what? I think you're li- you're a 90-year-old in a in a 31-year-old body. Thank you. You dance Actually, like him. You look like him. You talk, you're talk. literally talking about my grandfather. Yeah. You the, think I've become my grandfather? Yeah. I, will, I would like to share something, a life update with you. Please do. So, you know, I've been spending a lot of time here. Where? In, in in your condominium, yes. as you like to call it. It's my condominium. And, you know, I, I it's very kind that you and Dee's have me over for dinner. Yes, we do. And Dee's cooks most of the food that we consume. I'm the queen. You're the queen. You do absolute jack shit. I do something. What? I drink wine and I set the table. And you tic-tac. And you don't really set the table that often. I do set the table. Okay. That, I, that, I take, I'm resentful of you saying I don't set the table. What do you put some plates down? We I don't, don't put the, the I don't, don't put the plates down. Yeah, you guys we do the you, plating. You do the plating. I put the forks and knives down and the napkins and sometimes even glasses for water. Wow. And I always put a, my wine glass down as well. It's very cute. Well, you really bring a lot to the table, literally. Literally. That, I, how that is pretty funny. These, I don't but but it's interesting because I don't have much of a say over what gets cooked, you know? 
So he, he's the boss. He's, he's the, king, the boss. king of the castle. I'll there. say he. Does, I don't want to say this too loudly because you can hear. But he doesn't cook the healthiest shit. I know. I I thought I'd be losing weight because I'm very conscious about what I'm eating all the time, and I plateaued. So His food is delicious. That's why it's, it's very delicious. saucy. If you ever go to a restaurant, the reason the food is so good is because they put a lot of butter in it. They put a lot of salt he, in he, it. Yeah, he doesn't skimp at all. No skimping. Homemade gourmet meals that fatten you up. That's well, what I'm getting over here. You are still skinny as a rail. Well, let me tell you. So I decided I'm going to take a little time and cook for myself at home some of these days. Okay. You lost some weight? Well, when left to my own devices, what I learned this week was I will just eat vegetables. I know because I have a video, again, another video on Sex Talk with My Mom of you just like sitting in front of the computer with a microphone there with a, a plastic Tupperware full of leaf lettuce and you're just chowing down on it like a rabbit. That's what I like. I, I, I don't know why. I eat the I eat lettuce. I, 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 I eat nuts and grains and, and vegetables. When you're, I didn't you're like realize, a rabbit. You're and, like and literally. A lot of beans. Do rabbits eat nuts? I eat a lot of mung beans. Yeah, I'm glad to hear this. Mung beans are super healthy. I Here's don't. what I didn't realize though, mother. When I change my diet to be very rabbit-like, it affects my bowels. Well, duh. In an extreme way. So you have diarrhea. I go from not shitting for weeks to shitting uncontrollably. All right. A loose, flappy asshole. Okay, I don't need to see that at all. I was sitting on a Zoom call, a business Zoom call. On the toilet? I had to go from my desk <laughs> and take a shit in the middle of the Zoom call. Oh, my God. Then, You're going to be like the next, what's his name? The, the guy that uh, is caught with his pants down masturbating. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they're going to think that I, I, they I didn't don't know, know that do. you're I, taking a dump. They might think you're just masturbating and you're going to be the next poster boy for I, I being a creep. I didn't know what to do. I, I had to shit so badly. So I, I turn I, off the video. I, I'll be I, honest. I've had that happen. I've literally had to end a conversation saying, I'm sorry, I got to run. At least most people don't continue the Zoom call while they're having shit. Well, did shits th like that. Well, did this fucking happen to you? I'm sitting at the desk later on that day. You shit in your pants? I sharted. You, okay, you got to stop. Eat, eat. Go back to eating normal food with these. I couldn't believe That's it. That's disgusting. You shit in your underpants. <laughs> it wasn't. Oh, God. I checked later. I checked like later. Tracks? No, I checked later. There was no shit that actually really came. It was more of like that. I don't want to know. It okay. was like, you know this what it's like. It's the mucusy shit. Mucusy shit that comes out. It's kind of like just right. damp. You should call some. Well, absolutely have, repulsive. Does everybody else have this one friend? I feel like vomiting even just thinking about this. Does everybody else have this one friend that likes to talk about excrement? I have my one friend. You know who she is. Oh, yeah. Nothing gives us more pleasure than to talk about when we sharted or when we shit in a car or we, when we pissed out the window. I, I didn't do any of those. I'm just saying nothing gives us more pleasure than when we do. I think you did shit in a car. I did shit in a, in a convertible Mercedes. You tossed the shit right I behind tossed, you. It's such a great story. I literally had a big grande Starbucks cup and we were gridlock on a, coming back from a White Sox Cubs game. You're my friend, and I had to. I had one of those explosive diarrhea attacks, and I didn't know what to do. So I pulled my white white jeans down. Somehow managed to get that cup underneath me, crapped in it. Oh my god! And, and then as soon as we started going, <laughs> I heaved it over the, the, the convertible, <laughs> and God knows if it smacked somebody else's windshield full of shit. Can you imagine you're driving a, a, a grande Starbucks? <laughs> she goes, "I'm so glad I got the grande cup." A grande Starbucks cup goes oh shit goes fl literally flying into your windshield. <laughs> Can you imagine if, that, if she didn't if she just got a tall 
That's all I would not have she, done it because I actually used it twice. You would have shit on your hand. I, it, you shit twice in there. Yes, before I flung it. This is disgusting. I, this is called shit talk with my mom today. It's Ew. not called sex talk with my Ew. mom anymore. It's shit talk with my mom. It's fucking gross. I like it. I think we're naming it shit talk with shit my mom. Shit talk with my mom. There's a lot more shitting going on than sex. That's 100% so we correct. So might as well switch it to shit talk with my mom. I like that a lot. All right, done. So Sneaky Freaks, you are now a member of Shit Talk with my mom. Yes. Starring... Karen Lee Potter and her son, who's nonstop eating rabbit food, shitting. <laughs> you know, we we did have a listener comment about... Uh, oh, boy. Uh, she gave us a little story that I'd like to share. I'd like to hear it. This is from Raylene. She says, don't know if this is a wilderness story, but my father-in-law used to live in the house that had a guest room above the garage where my husband and I would stay when we would go and visit. Although the only way to access the bathroom was through a door that connected the garage to the main house. Well... I woke up in the middle of the night and had to use the restroom to find that my grand, my father-in-law accidentally locked the door to the bathroom, oh. so I couldn't get in to use the bathroom. That would suck. Granted, this is the middle of winter in Wisconsin. I just decided to pee my pants, wash <laughs> myself off with the bottle of water I had, and change my clothes. My father-in-law said, why didn't you call me? I said, it was three in the morning. And he said, well, I'd rather you wake me up than voluntarily pee your pants. And I said, well, too late now. Thank oh. you for that story, Raylene. I feel much better. That I mean, you're not the only one that pisses your pants? Well, first of all, I, that, that comes with age. <laughs> the problem is with pregnancy and age, your pelvic floor weakens. Uh -huh. What happens when that happens? It, sometimes when you sneeze, a little pee comes out. Oh, God. But there is a solution to all these difficulties. Oh, is there? It's called Intensity by Poor Moi. What is this thing? It looks like a vibrator, but it's so much more. It looks like a rabbit, if you're familiar with that type of vibrator. It does look like a rabbit, but what it does is it actually trains and teaches you how a properly performed Kegel feels, which will strengthen your orgasms. And you're having fun while you're doing it because there's an extra little button that is just for vibrations. Let me get this straight. This is an electro-stimulation device, meaning that it'll give you a little... Little, a little zip. A little zip to make you tighten your, your Kegels. Kegels. Yeah. And then it, that will strengthen your pelvic floor. Yes. And then you get stronger orgasms. Yes. And all the while, you can be jerking off. Well, if you want to put it that way, yeah. This sounds like an incredible device. I'm in love with this. My friends, I'm in love with the fact that you can get $25 off on top of any promotion currently going on on their website. They always got promotions. So what you got to do is go to pourmoi.com, P-O-U-R-M-O-I.com. Use promo code MOM. You'll get an additional $25 off. You'll strengthen those Kegels. You'll have stronger orgasms. And you'll be supporting our show. Pourmoi.com. Use promo code MOM. That's in the episode description. And you know another awesome way to get the Kegels moving? What? Just do it naturally, having orgasms. Oh, just have some orgasms. Yeah, you know how you get orgasms? How? You, you play the little Dipsy. Oh, the app with short, sexy stories designed to turn you on? You know what? I found one here that's it has to do with dominance and dirty talk. Listen to this. Feel me move my hands down your chest. Pinch tight on the tip of your nipple. All right. All right. <laughs> Enough with this. Can we, can we stop playing porn on the podcast? What is it? A porn podcast? Why'd you interrupt me? That is not porn. That is Dipsy. Dipsy is one of our favorite sponsors. Everyone loves them. Basically, it's an app that gives you audio erotica it has these amazing characters with sexy ass voices i don't know how this guy has such a sexy voice is this sound like my voice is like that voice no you sound like mickey mouse and he sounds like what the fuck 
he's he sounds very like sexy and hot i honestly turn on this app just to learn how to do dirty talk like this you should dipsy has a way of immersing you into the stories so you actually hear the different actors speaking and it feels like you're actually being spoken to like this guy you could visualize yeah exactly the way you want to be visualizing yeah, listen him. to this cam i'll twist a little tighter okay we don't need to keep playing this You'll still feel it tomorrow mom we do not need to keep playing this. i like it cam stop shut up right now all right there's also this wellness tab on dipsy yeah and the wellness tab actually gives you instructions on how to masturbate and pleasure yourself and guess what sneaky little freaks dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial 30 days for free. That's an awesome deal. All you have to do is go to dipsystories.com slash mom. That's D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash mom. That's in our episode description. Just download the app and you'll get 30 days for free. And it helps us out too because that way they know that we sent you there. Do you want to go into mom's news? Oh, mom's news is crazy today. Mom's news. Mom's news. news. Okay. This one is called Minnesota Man Through Metha. How do you say that? Metha- Methamphetamine. Methamphetamine fueled death party for his dying wife. It says sending a, a spouse off to the great unknown is not an easy task. What? For, for the Johnson family of New Ulm, Minnesota, a proper and required meth, death, metal, and sex. What the hell? I mean, this guy. And by, by the way, look at this guy. Oh, my He looks God. like one happy little meth head. That guy looks like the guy in Star Wars, the fucking scariest, the very pale, white, wrinkly dude with okay, the well, cape on, with the hat on. Guy, the fuck that guy this is. This guy, Dwayne. Dwayne has a 69-year-old uh, wife named Deborah. And for some reason, she, she was at the last stages of her life, and she didn't want to end up in a nursing home. So they decided to have this party for her. And when the authorities arrived at their house, they encountered the words death, pard, God, hell, scrawled on the front door in red spray paint. The ominous welcome was followed by an extensive discovery of weaponry and a cache of hard drugs. Johnson walks outside naked to greet the responding officers while screaming about his dead wife and then quickly ran back inside. And when the deputy on the scene entered the home, he found Johnson in his bathtub. The widower was reportedly trying to clear his skin of little white and black things. Now, this thing, this story gets so bizarre. And the only thing I kept thinking about is what, what, what do you mean clear his skin of little white and black things? What was on his, <laughs> what the fuck was on she his skin? started to do a little facial? It's, I don't know. It sounds repulsive. So Dwayne told the authorities that her final wishes were to die at home and have an actual death party that would involve the couple rocking out to her favorite song, Quiet Riot's Mental Health. By all accounts, they went through with the plan and switched from medication to methamphetamine. And she died. But the death, I would love to hear that song, Metal Health by Quiet Riot. Do you know that song? I don't know that. Should we play it right yeah. now? Yeah. Okay, this is Metal Health by Quiet Riot. I can see rocking out to this. Woo! If you're going to rock out and have some meth, this would be the song to do it. I got to tell you, I'm into that. I'm going to put that on my sex list. So here's the clincher. Her husband said she was having convulsions but refused to call 911. Instead, he held her down to prevent her from injuring herself during the uncontrollable thrashing. Fewer than two hours before her death, 
the two had sex. She apparently stopped convulsing and felt calmer. And when she finally passed, Johnson washed her body and wrapped her in linen like the Bible told me so. The inebriated 58-year-old was subsequently arrested and charged with felony counts of receiving stolen property and theft. But he wasn't charged with, you know, euthanasia or anything like that. Well, it sounds like uh, she was on her way out. She was definitely on her way out. Very. At what point does it become inappropriate to have sex with with a dying person? Why was that inappropriate? She no, was I'm just still, I'm asking. Well, I, I two hours before it, in the situation. Well, she consented fine. to it apparently. Right. So I guess if you if you if they're too weak, this is what you're concerned about. I'm just wondering if you know when is the cutoff to having sex with someone. I remember hearing about someone I knew that had a heart had a heart attack while having sex. Oh wow! Imagine how embarrassing that was to, to try to oh pull yourself God. over to the phone when you're got a. A dead man's penis inside of you. Oh, my God. to call 911. Oh. But the bottom line is, as much as th- this story is really crazy, it's kind of it's kind of romantic and loving. It's a romantic he story. He washed her off and wrapped her up. Sweet guy, Dwayne. He's heavily Sweet, armed. weird looking <laughs> fucking why, facial why shit Why are you on. concerned with what he looked like? Anyway, I, I thought that was an interesting, a little different from my usual mom's news. Mom's news. But I thought it was interesting. Is it time for the next segment of our show? Oh, no. Here it goes. Cam's Uppers, it's, it's the place to be. be. Fun living is a life I'm for me. Uh, just Cam's Uppers, go. this is the go. part of the show where my mother gets extremely bored or and anxious or annoyed at my story. So this is what I've been thinking about recently this week. Something um, something that a lot of people I think are thinking about right now. A lot, there's a lot of introspection going on, a lot of transition. And I think it's leading some people to wonder what they should be spending their time doing with their life. Okay. Do you relate to this or no? Um, sure. Sneaky freaks, do you relate to this? Please text us 310-356-3920. So you're, you're suggesting people might be thinking about their careers or just how they want to spend their time. Yes. So recently I've also been wondering a lot about this and I've started, I think I went down a bit of a lifestyle design kick, started reading the four hour work week after five people recommended it to me. And also I'm reading the, the magic of thinking big. Um, both extremely motivational and inspirational books that have given me a lot of clarity on what how I want to be spending my time. Now, does this the, have anything to do with you telling me that you wanted to spend the nine months off in Tibet or something weird like that? I didn't say Tibet. You assumed Tibet. Oh, I'm sorry, Denmark. Yeah, I'd like to go to Denmark. Anyway, this does have something to do with it because a lot of people wonder. Well. If I want to change my life, what should I be doing with my life? What would it? What? And I've experienced this. When I don't know what I want to do with my life, I'll just default to working, which is not great because I don't love working. Is this why every time I called you over the weekend, I asked you what you're doing, you said automating my business. Yes. From Friday to Sunday, you were automating your business. <laughs> yes, because I want to free up some time. Yeah. Well, I don't think it freed up time when you spent your entire weekend automating. I, I actually spent not so much time was automating. Was it successful, your automation? Yeah, man. Oh. It was becoming more automatic. Okay. But anyway, so the question becomes, what do you do with the extra time? What do you want to do with your life, sneaky freak? And TikTok? That's, that's a bad question to ask, actually. TikTok? Of course. We all know what you want to be doing with your life. Twerking on TikTok. Twerking on TikTok is what you want to be doing. But no, the question of what should I do with my life is too daunting. And it's hard for anyone to know. There's no right answer. However, there, 
There is a the there's a recommendation. Is there a reason that you're pointing your finger at my shoulder? I just I do what? the old tip. And however, what? What's the recommendation? There's a better question. What do you want to do with your time? What excites you? What's your passion? What what gets you fucking fired up when you're talking about it or doing it? You know, you think about that. Why don't you do some organize your life? It doesn't mean you necessarily need to make money from that activity. Right. But you can organize your life so that you can do more of that. I have found that I'm pretty good at talking to people and designing what they should do with their lives. Yeah, no shit you are. I'm good at that, though. Yeah, you are good at it. Thank you. So the other day I was teaching your your brother and his friend the importance of TikTok. What? <laughs> it all comes back to TikTok. That's that's the fucking... I guess it, you know, when you said what drives you or what gives you passion, I, apparently I'm into this TikTok. What excites here. you? It excites me. What, I don't understand why I can't hear any of the words coming out of my mouth. I, it excites me. I know, TikTok excites you. You wake up in the morning, you think, how many, how many fucking followers can that's I get on this That's what it is. Shit? It's a game. It's a game. Yeah. What do you think excites me, mother? The Tao of something or other. I was actually thinking. The Bodhi, the, the Bodhi Lama. The Dalai Lama. The Bodhi Lama. The Bodhi Lama. That's what you're thinking. Can you, you sh- imagine? That should be your new t- your twerking name. I think it is. The Bodhi Lama. I'm the Bodhi Lama of twerking. Oh, my I God. I got to write that down. Oh, yeah. Write that down. Bodhi Lama. Anyway. To the sneaky freaks out there, if you're all at a well, feeling you of a wash. Wait, what did you decide your passion is? I'm going back to the clown. I'd love to. to oh, no. It's not that the it's mind? not that I needed to spend all my days doing it. It's just how do I organize my life so that I could spend some t- little time periods doing this. So it could be like two months of hard work on and then one month intense studying of, of clown. Two months of hard work on and then maybe Muay Thai. For, for a month in, th- in Thailand. This is the type of life I'd like to be living. I think it's a great, great idea. Thank you. Are you being facetious? No. I Thank think you. it's an awesome idea. Thank you. What do, I, do I think that it's actually going to occur? No, because you're going to be still working on automating. <laughs> no, I'm automating to clear up some time for me to do this. All right, but you won't do that. You don't think so. No. Sneaky freaks, you Wait heard in. it here. Way in. You heard it here. If in the next year I do not travel and do some strange ass thing, like go to clown school or or go to a monastery, there's a big difference between going to clown school in Los Angeles and going to monastery no, no, in I'm, Tibet. Actually, both are in France. I'd like to go to the there's, oh, a, you've there's a dying clown in France that I've been dying to to work to literally work with. dying to work with a dying clown. Yes. Why would you die to work with a dying clown? He's the head clown. What what does he do that's so fantastic? <laughs> He's a wild looking dude. Is this the one that threw confetti all over the place? No, he's in London. I might, I might want to travel and work with him. So you're going to go on a, a clown rotation? Yes. A, clown, a visiting clown. And then clown. I was thinking, you know, Thich Nhat Hanh, he's still got a couple. He, it sounds like well, he's you, on his way out. So yeah, I might you better as well get over. To, I don't think that te, nine months from now, whenever you're You planning, don't think so? When he, he's dead by then. You think Thich Nhat Hanh's got less than nine Tick, months? Thich's got, nah, he doesn't have a lot of time left there. Well, I, and I just get over saw there. the Dalai Lama. He's very cute. I saw him on one of the, uh, I saw the vow. That's mm-hmm. a scary show. I've seen him in person. Cute as a button. Oh my God. Is he cute? He's laughing the whole time. Yeah. It's unbelievable. He's I mean, a happy little he's Dalai Lama. He's a happy Lama. little fuck. Yeah. Well, yeah. so you want to be a happy little fuck like the Dalai Lama. Yes. Or this clown. The clown master is actually, he's um, more of an inspiration for you. He's very skilled at directing people on how to find their inner clown. Do you think I found my inner clown? Yeah, I think you are, you're close to your clown. I'm close to the clown? Yeah. Okay, what about you? Are you close? 
I feel very, very distant from the clown. No, your clown came out in that dance you did the other day. Yeah, oh, my sometimes, God. That... Sometimes I can access my, my inner clown. Do you know how to twerk? Of course. That might be the next video I want to see. What? Sneaky freaks. You want to see Cam twerking. Why make are sure... you putting this out? Yeah. Why You can sign yourself up to be the, the, the booty llama, but you don't need to sign me up for being the booty llama. I just think it'd be funny as fuck to see you clown clown twerking. Do twerk, Do clowns twerk? Uh, I think there's there is actually the grotesque clown, the <laughs> hypersexualized grotesque clown that. Uh, <laughs> That's what you're gonna be. Yeah, I think I, I think I, I could I could get into that. Oh. We have some listener questions. Okay, Would you like to get it. to it? I think so. We we better get moving on this one because we're all over the place. Angela says, "What is your first ex- ever experience with a toy, and what did you think of it?" What toy? Is she talking about like a regular toy or a sex toy? <laughs> she. I don't think she's talking about a regular toy. Because I used to say, oh, yeah, Thomas the Tank Engine. No, I was thinking the Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box was your first toy? I think you were were so scared of that that I had to put it away. No way. Yes, I just remembered. You were so fucking scared of that. Goddamn. Because, you know, you wind it, wind it, wind it, all of a sudden it pops out. You were like, you would go hysterical. So I had to put it in the closet. Most kids like that shit. Yeah. Not this that's one. That's why I had not this the fight, one. That's where the fight or flight response came. Oh, you in. were fly. You you did a flying, <laughs> flying out of the room when you saw that Jack in the Box come. Did out. I cry a lot as a kid? Did no, scary never. things. Yeah, yeah, I mean, not no. Okay, no, you never cried at all. You were not a crier. You, if you were upset with something, you just go to sleep. <laughs> it's kind of like today, it, like uh, Flip what your I your head do now. down and yeah. go to sleep. But uh, you uh, were very scared. You walked out of a movie at the at, at a museum with your grandparents. You don't take a four-year-old to that type of movie. First of all, you were five. It was the Ring of Fire. It was some, some nature type of... Nature? Yeah. Volcanic eruptions in 3D. I feel like I'm in the volcanoes. That scared you. You would be fucking terrified. No, I would not be terrified you of that. You wouldn't stand a chance today going to the Ring of Fire. Okay, I 100% decided you should not see the parasite. Why? Because well, first of all, it's called parasite, not the parasite. Okay, you shouldn't see it because there's right. scary things in there. All right, what's what is your first ever experience with a sex toy? Me? Yeah. Oh, back in college. Do you remember who gave it to you? Uh, knowing me, it was probably me giving it to other people. I think I did. I'm more of a giver of sex toys than receiver. Well, how did you? Except now, in which case, I'm always the receiver because you need to give it to somebody, and it's always me. I'm I'm constantly giving you sex toys. Yeah, literally that, constantly that, giving all right, you would you explain that on so a, people on a that monthly don't know basis what the fu- i have a sex okay. toy sent to you that's a, that's something weird okay people are like listening going what the fuck is wrong with cam he's sending his mother sex toys explain why you're sending me sex toys we're sponsored by some sex toy companies and they're regularly sending it to us to give out and, and try it so that we can speak honestly about right. it so i'm i'm the the guinea pig is what you're saying yeah all right well anyway I'm very lucky. I'm quite quite sure my first experience with a sex toy was actually an electric toothbrush. You tried the electric toothbrush on yourself. I did. You never shared that with me. Do you know how old I was? I was probably like 20. And you tried, were you using the electric, were you using yes. the toothbrush? And then you said, I washed if it, it can off. Wash my, and then you, wait, 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 <laughs> wait. Is this a made-up story or no, not? No, it's real. This is it. You had it's a good dog is having a, like a... Yeah, the dog just uh, heard this and yeah. almost had an aneurysm. Wait a minute. I don't know for sure. You, this is back... You're brushing your teeth... 42 years B, ago. And what? then you decide one day, oh, that vibrates. I bet that would feel good on my clit. Yeah. And then you put it down there and then you said, 
Oh, I got to wash my teeth now. And then you put it back up there? No, I brushed. I washed it off. I I can't take it. I can't take it. Why? Disgusting. I guarantee I am not the only one who's ever tried this. 310-356-3920. That's our number. Please let me know <laughs> if you're brushing your teeth with your sex toys or using your, your fucking electric toothbrushes as your sex toys. Okay, so that is it's probably I that was this that was is what that's an emergency fucking fantasy. It's not a fantasy. It's gonna happen. You've been saying for years it's how you want to create. It's a reality. Don't say it because people are gonna steal my. You've idea. said it on the fucking yeah. podcast so many times. I think it's a good idea because you it's always charged up and you just t- remove the head. See, I would make it with removable heads. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the one change I'd make. You know, I had a wonderful experience using my fucking toothbrush. <laughs> As a vibrator. The one thing I want to change is the fact that I don't want the same head going into my vagina. Is First of all, you don't put it on. You see, that's a man's way of thinking. No, it's not a man's way. You I know, don't, you don't think I know about a clitoral vibrator versus well, with I was the fucking using, air pulse I, I electros- sticking with the bristles and everything on my vagina. That was not happening. I was using hyperbole. Okay, go ahead. I know more about vibrators than you do. That's 100% true. 100% true. And here we got a listener text to Eric. Okay. I'm divorced, 38-year-old male. I have a girlfriend of now two years, same age as me. She wants sex every single night. I usually have to have a few beers at dinner and sometimes it gives me the old whiskey dick, so it takes forever to come to orgasm and my cock usually gets sore even while using lube. Question is, how can a, how can a dodge a night or two, I guess he is a how can I dodge a night or two of sex with her without upsetting her? Mm. Sex is amazing but not when it's painful. I just need a break at least one night a week to recover a little. You know, a lot of people don't acknowledge the fact that my dick is a fucking rotten mess after I have sex. What? (laughs) What do you mean it's a rotten mess? Yeah, I have sex and I looked down at the dick and I was like, how did this happen? It's all in such pain. Why is it in pain? It's, it's raw. It's oh my God. Fucking That's because sore. You, I'll tell you why. Because you have it so infrequently that the thing is like, what is going it's on? It's like here? a wilted flower. And and then sometimes you have it like five times a night. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, overdo then, it. Yeah, you overdo it. And my balls are fucking, I feel like they're, they're like completely like garbage at that. Like, well, you also come quickly and then you do it again and again. So who knows? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got some issues. When you get a steady girlfriend, I think this is all going to be resolved. I mean, I, it really is fucking a painful act. Okay. It's not a painful act. It's not supposed to be painful. It's supposed to be After, during is fine. Afterwards, I'm like, what did I just do? <laughs> just put a, took razor blades to my fucking dick. No, it's, you probably didn't use enough lube, and who knows what was going on over there? Because your poor girls probably had sex like five times in a row because you, you hadn't had sex in so long. You just you know like a keep, fucking Energizer bunny. Yeah, and this guy is saying like he just needs a break. Yeah, I think what I thought what you were gonna say is people don't realize that frequently, although the stigma is that men want sex every t- every night all the time. It's sometimes there are women that are just horny that want it all the time, and it's okay both ways. It, and, and you should be honest with the person and say, listen. I adore having sex with you, but I'm a quality, not quantity kind of guy. And oh, that's a good line. Yeah. And then you can say, and here's a fucking toothbrush if you'd like. Yeah. Bring the toothbrush back. <laughs> uh, I did want to say we actually had another uh, listener question from Anonymous saying, okay. uh, 
uh, I'm a 60-year-old female. I've been married for 22 years. My husband has had prostate problems and is impotent. He has no interest in trying anything, not to mention trying to take care of my needs. He is retired and I still work, so he's always home. I've tried sneaking around to masturbate, but he shames me and makes me feel bad about it. Wait, stop. What the fuck is he shaming her because she wants to masturbate for? Fuck that shit. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, get out the goddamn electric toothbrush. You got you own your own pleasure. He does That's not right. own your pleasure. Yeah, okay, keep going. She says, this has caused me to resent him so much that all I can think of is leaving him so that I can find a satisfying relationship. Here's the problem. We have a big house payment and both our names are on the mortgage. I have perfect credit and I'm not going to just walk off and let it go. When I try to talk to him about selling the house, he gets ir- irate and hateful. Help, what do I do? I don't want to live the rest of my life without sex. Look at that. That's, 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 we got the inverse problem over here. That's very... Po- yeah. No, she wants to have sex. And the other guy, Eric, he's saying that the, the girlfriend wants to have sex way too much. Both of them are... It's, it's the same problem. But, Here's what but I recommend to Anonymous. Anonymous, is you got to do what makes you happy. What do you think? You got to do what makes you happy. That's a, It's very... I think a problem... Listen, I've never been married. I've never been divorced. I imagine a very tough process. But I do think that you need to create a little bit of a boundary saying, hey, if you're not going to prioritize my pleasure, that's part of life, that's an important part for, of life for me, and I'm going to prioritize my pleasure. I mean, she's and, only 60 years old, and I can tell you because she's about my age. Uh, you know, our sexual peaks are, you know, starting at 40, and late 40s, so she's probably still peaking. She's peaking, baby. The, the main thing is, this is a communication issue. This is not a sexual and both issue. And, and bo- for both of these yeah, questions. She needs to sit down and have a serious talk and go to a sex therapist and get them to go through this with them. Maybe they can work out something together. I mean, I don't, it doesn't even sound like they're doing much in the way of cuddling or into, you know, any kind of just, you know, massaging each other, any kind of, you know, that And kind I of, get why she'd be fucking resentful. She, he, get, he, he thinks she's nuts for wanting to masturbate. And she, he, what's with the ego there? What, what he feels like i mean it must be like an insecurity like oh well i'm the only thing that she should derive pleasure from what is it were we back in egyptian times but before she does anything go see a lawyer don't start asking don't talk to him first either you go to a sex therapist and try to work it out or you go to see a lawyer and try to work it out that way don't get yourself fucked and all the, the house and everything else and don't pull us into it either we're not professionals yeah we're not we don't know shit we excuse me what we know a little bit, but we're just want, not wanting to take any responsibility no matter what happens over there. Uh, Eric, what? you should you should uh, also communicate. Yeah, Eric it's, definitely has to talk. Yeah, just share those feelings and try, don't hold it in. And try a better lube. Shout out to our favorite lube, Uber Lube. Oh yeah, we can get a discount on that one. Ten percent off and free shipping when you go to uberlube.com. Use promo code MOM. That's our favorite high-grade silicone lube, body-friendly, right? I'm tasteless, thi- yeah, I'm thinking scentless. That, I think that he can definitely, get, Eric can definitely use some Uber lube. All right. Uh, let's wrap it up, Mother. Let's wrap it up by saying we're going to do a patron party next Wednesday, November 18th at 5 p.m. Pacific time. It's a gobble-gobble turkey time. It's a, pre, a pre-Thanksgiving little patron party with all the sneaky freaks. We have so much fun during these patron parties. It's all on Zoom. A lot of pets, a lot of weird pets actually come into the picture. Yeah, and yeah. it's the gifting season. If you want to support our show, join us on Patreon. That is a way you can support us financially. 
At, the, at as low as $5 a month, you'll get bonus content and you'll be able to participate in this fucking fun Zoom. It's patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. We'd really appreciate you joining us there. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash slash sex talk with my mom. Gobble, gobble. Uh, <laughs> this, I, want, I want to thank everyone who's left us reviews. That really helps, by the way. Honestly, we, we're not getting a lot of reviews lately. And we asked last time for some reviews, and we got some great reviews. So if you want to leave a review, you can. doesn't matter where you listen to your podcast, you can leave it at ratethispodcast.com slash, is it mom? Yeah, slash mom. I wanted to read one. Please do. You're going to you get a load of this, mother. The subject is the podcast that started it all. Say no more. I love it. Hey, guys. M here. I'm 24 years old, a Taurus, and a huge fan of this podcast. Sex Talk with My Mom is honestly one of the best podcasts I've ever listened to. The first time I listened to it was when my now boyfriend slash partner showed me episode 319, The Sexy Roommate, shortly after we got together. If you hadn't already guessed it, apparently I'm the sexy roommate. LOL. He took your advice to a T, and I believe a good portion of why he fessed up first was thanks to you guys and your advice. So thank you. Do you remember what this episode is about? Yeah, we talked about, the listen- again about communicating. With the listener has this te- is a is a crush on the sexy roommate, right? And didn't and say he didn't know what it. to say. Yeah, and we said just tell her how you feel. So this is the roommate. Glad it worked. So she's saying, I was honestly too scared to ruin our friendship and admit my feelings to him as he was. And I was so relieved when he confront, comf- confronted me in a healthy conversation and we got all our feelings out in the open. Woo-hoo! We have now been together for three months and it has been the happiest and healthiest relationship I've ever been in. Thank you, Cam and Karen, f- for creating a safe space for open communication and for making sex and relationships more comfortable and normalized conversation. Keep doing what you're doing. P.S. Karen, I always sing along to your Birds and the Beast song and my partner always giggles at me. Aww. I'm a big fan and I have so much love and admiration for both of you and Kim. Oh, I'm going to cry. <sighs> M0427, you are the sexiest roommate. Thank you for this wonderful, wonderful message. It was, it was, it, I just like, I, I'm all for clumped right now. Those are the kind of rewarding texts or, or messages I like to receive. Can you really, believe this? It made me feel so good to read that. We're inspiring some pleasure over here, some real human connection and emotions. Making the uncomfortable conversations comfortable. Yeah, I guess you can't really get to anything substantial without getting uncomfortable. Oh, that was a wonderful, wonderful quote that I read about in the Tim Ferriss book. What? He said something along the lines of, you can measure one's success by the amount of uncomfortable conversations someone's willing to have. Oh, wow. Yeah, he he was quoting someone else as saying that. So uncomfortable conversations lead to sexy roommates. Yeah, it's together. unbelievable. I'm very, very proud of you. I'm very happy to be part of this thing. And you know Thank what I you like? For listening. That they shared it with each other. They shared our podcast with each other, which is what you guys should do. Share this with a friend, a partner, or a father, a mother. Or, I was going to say a kid, but only if the kid's over 18. You know, share it with people so that people get the word out. Don't be so selfish. I very, very much thank you for this review. Thank you to everyone who's left us reviews. Again, that's ratethispodcast.com slash mom. And I think, Mother, we got to give them that thing that people are giggling at when they sing along. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and finding a way to do some twerking with Nina E. No, you don't like that.
I can't wait. Just horrible. Honestly. It's getting worse. The worst. The worst. All right. We love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. We love each other. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.